0: Welcome to A Nerds World, where your host, my name is Andrew. My name is Justin. Welcome.
1: The first official episode. We're finally here. I know. It was a long journey from Milan to Minsk, but we (laughs) are here. We hope you enjoyed our episode zero, as short and brief as it was. Yeah. But if it led you to here, that's all the better.
0: Yeah. Well, if you listen to episode zero and see the title of this, this is our first episode as... Our topic of the day is James Bond. Yeah.
1: For those that didn't listen to episode zero, just as a quick little uh, overview, what we do is at the end of every episode, including our episode zero, uh, one of us will pick a category out of a hat and we have to do kind of a report on that a particular topic. We each have our own buckets full of stuff that we like nerd stuff, movies, what have you
0: a mild history basically yeah which we we can't cover everything in one episode every no. almost every topic has a good long story or some mm.
1: especially bond
0: yeah <laughs> to, to we're going to try to make this short as we can but also make it fun
1: and informative
0: yeah and some fun facts maybe you don't know about yeah if you don't listen to other podcasts <laughs> yeah, listen to us thank you yeah we okay. appreciate
1: it yeah thank you for uh, listening
0: yeah So,
1: without further ado,
0: I'm, yeah, I'm taking the reins on this one. So Mm -hmm. it's the James Bond franchise. James Bond, the series that focuses on a fictional British Secret Service agent created by writer Ian Fleming, who featured him in 12 novels and two short story collections. The character got significant attention when Albert Broccoli and Harry Saltzman bought the movie rights and produced majority of the movies with the company later called Eon Productions.
1: Now, I am much more of a movie guy. I haven't read any of the books. I own Casino Royale, but have not read it yet.
0: Well, why don't we go to our next uh, kind of topic. What's our history with it? Okay. So, Justin, how did, how did you get into James Bond? Or, or, like, what do you know of this character?
1: I know quite a bit, but my my history is more with uh, the Nintendo 64 Goldeneye.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: I remember playing that and still play that all the time when I was a kid and you know I'm trying to remember when GoldenEye came out but I mean I was born in 96 yeah so I was like 9 10 years old at best so I was a little young to really appreciate and get into the movies at that point but I still knew of them my brother watched them my stepdad watched them and so they were just kind of around um but we had the Nintendo 64 game and it's the greatest game ever
0: it It's still, kind of, I mean, besides the graphics, the yeah. game still holds up. It does. You know, well, and isn't
1: it the first it, first person shooter?
0: It is definitely the very first video game that came up with the first person shooter.
1: That's awesome. Leave it to Bond.
0: Well, and that it's in our time. Yeah. You know, that's, I mean, I find that kind of cool. Just mm-hmm. that, I mean, we're not that old, but we're still, <laughs> you know, young enough, you know, I'd strapping. like to think so. Yeah.
1: Strapping young gentlemen. Uh, I yeah. Mean, it, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, we used to play that all the time, and then slowly but surely I got into the movies. Um, there was that kind of gap between the end of the Brosnan era and the beginning of the Craig era. Oh, and,
0: so a long, longer for you to get started.
1: Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I always knew of it, and I liked it more or less. Mm. But when the Craig era started, I mean, Casino Royale was just so good. It well, is nearly flawless to me.
0: Well, I mean, hey, we'll get to that. You oh, know? we will. <laughs> we'll get to the movie section.
1: Yeah. Um you know? and, but that really skyrocketed my love and affection and I've just been obsessed ever since.
0: That's cool. I'm that's you know, it's cool that you got the Daniel Craig version, you know, like as <laughs> as your like first Bond, you know, yeah. he's your guy.
1: I mean my, my first Bond and the one that's I guess like when I picture Bond in my head is Brosman. Because that's who it was when I was a little kid. That's who I played as, you know, in the Nintendo 64.
0: You were an odd job?
1: Only when I wanted to cheat and sneak <laughs> up on you and like hit you in the nuts and to kill you. <laughs> well. I never got the golden gun. My brother always got it. Oh. <laughs> Bastard.
0: <laughs> a lot of family love in here. but Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's cool. Well, yeah. my history with it. I, I do have some of the books. I haven't read all of them because... They're a lot different reading. Uh yeah. I just saw it as a deal and I was like, Oh, I like James Bond and mm-hmm. they're by the creator. So But that's not my first uh interaction with it. My first time was I was in middle school. Uh I had a good friend, we uh we would go up to his house and but on his way to his house we'll stop by and rent some movies and I don't I can't remember exactly who picked what, but we picked a, uh, and I can't remember which one exactly, mm-hmm. but it was a Sean Connery James Bond film, and I don't know how why we loved it so much because <laughs> if you watch the beginning of like not not the the intro of it, but when he gets to the M uh, office to get his mission briefing, mm-hmm. it is long and kind of boring for a kid. Yeah, you go like, how do how did this movie? <laughs> get our attention
1: yeah i mean in the brosan era you had some f- fun fast explosions and oh. crazy shit but when you watch the old ones it's like he you hear the phone ring and he walks across the room to pick it up oh you hear the whole conversation good
0: good thing you're here devil seven <laughs> uh here's a briefing and you know it's not yeah so it's not but, succinct at all <laughs> but like we just we both loved it we were just you know we just loved the that movie so this became like almost a tradition. We, every time we went to his house specifically, Mm -hmm. because the movie store was right on our way, we would rent a different James Bond film. And I think at that time in the span of like maybe four, three years, we probably seen all of them. Maybe I can't, I think, I think a Moonraker was the only one we didn't see at the time, Mm. but, uh, we, so yeah, like he uh, eventually, uh, Pierce Brosnan came out and Brosnan, or, <laughs> I can't pronounce his last name. <laughs> Rosman. So uh yeah, we got together for uh those uh Goldeneye and mm-hmm. then the video game came out and uh he had he had more fun toys than I did, so he <laughs> had the N sixty four, so we played that and yeah, the rest was history.
1: I think just about everyone in our age bracket it's the Nintendo sixty four game. Yeah. As it was I mean it was close to the launch of the console and if you had that, you had the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, but I, I don't understand how that could be a good market for kids. You know, they go like, hey, do you want to shoot people? <laughs> With blood
1: and explode them in a bathroom? That was always my favorite, is that if I would get the proximity mines or the remote mines, mm. and then it's in the facility level, I think, and you lay, lay them all around the outside of the bathroom. So you were so- a camper, basically. Just- <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> but with bombs. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> and then when they're walking by, you just go... Deep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So that's our kind of history with it. Yeah. And, you know, obviously it grew from there mm-hmm. you know, for each of us in our own different way. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's get to the history part of it. Yeah. Uh, Ian Fleming, he uh, served the British uh, Secret Service.
1: Arranging his notes.
0: Yeah, I... <laughs> sorry everyone if i got a lot of but there's just a lot to cover
1: there is a lot i mean when you're covering an entire franchise that spans 40 50 years now
0: mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot. like to cover. uh 1952 was uh when he started to uh write it and uh, he wrote uh, casino royale in this uh 1952 and finally published it in 1953 and uh yeah the basis of the name itself was uh he uh ian fleming was a uh or oh one of those bird watcher guys uh ornithologist yeah gosh i'm here for you man i know i can't well i can't pronounce worth of anything (laughs) so here's justin's job here (laughs) telling me to pronounce everything right no you speak good english (laughs) Speak well. Speak, sp- <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. So he got the name from, uh, I think it was like an American. Yeah, he's an American uh, bird watcher, and yeah. saw on a book name, and he wanted to create a character who was pretty much like a boring, uninteresting person, but uh, just stuff happens too, and he's like, oh, okay, I'll <laughs> shooting, no. and save the day so uh but how he created the character i th- i found it kind of cool he uh while it, his time in the naval Intelli- intelligence division in the second world war uh he was serving underneath a commander and uh eventually he kind of met a lot of secret agents and a lot of different uh strapping guys who he emulated and jotted down as he was writing the book uh, taken at least fifteen different people, you know, that's that's a lot. I mean, I've heard of you know different writers who use like at least maybe three people or right. four as inspiration, but fifteen—that's you know, crazy. And that's including him too. Yeah, you know, I don't know that. You know, he kind of like Kaiser Sose that you know, like <laughs> Unusual Suspects style. Yeah. You know, like, looking on the wall, like, "Mm, yeah. uh." (laughs) I like this, I like that, I don't like that. But let's put it all together. Like, from the smoking to the... uh, his uh, Ian Fleming's uh, golf handicap as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Toiletries.
1: uh Well, that's the thing about Bond, is that he's very specific. And there are certain things that you just kind of know of... What he wears and what he drinks, and yeah that, all of these things
0: that's that's what makes a good character is you yeah. have you know you have it very detailed out, you know, yeah. like any good character so uh he he named some of these people and kind of what you know described him like, yeah, he was this young guy he 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 would go on meet women or be mm. playful, and it when you when they've interviewed some of these guys. Some of them have said, like, I've never read or seen the movies, but I know I don't care for, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't the one going after women, else my <laughs> wife will kill me.
1: <laughs> I swear, it wasn't me. It was the other one.
0: Yeah, that, that guy. The other 13. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just, yeah, even scrambled eggs, you know, that's even mentioned in the books, like, hmm. just the way he likes it, so. Interesting. Sunny so said, no, I don't know what. style of eggs he likes just scrambled eggs but so what so besides his character what else what's the number one thing you could think of with uh bond the gun the gun yes but did you know this that he did not start out with the walter ppk
1: i did know that (laughs) you did i did darn it i was
0: all going like man this is cool i discovered something it is an interesting factoid though yeah, the first five books, like, altogether, he wrote, well, I mean, I mentioned earlier, he wrote quite a few books, but the first five books, he wrote he wrote it as a Beretta 418. Hmm. I looked the video up today on YouTube, just seeing what it looks like, and... Yeah. <laughs> it, well, we'll get to why. It's kind of funny, but... Uh, the reason why for the gun change for the PPK... Was an avid Bond fan who called it in or wrote a letter, not yeah. called in. They didn't. <laughs> yeah. So he wrote in saying like, "That's kind of a little girl's gun, you know. <laughs> it's kind of a wussy gun, or yeah. you know." And I look up the video of the gun, you know, just seeing it in action, and yeah, it is. It is like the size, like a, you know, one the in the old West where some one of the girls will put it up their skirt or something. Oh yeah, it's just that small. Buy holster guns. Yeah. So he recommended the p p k which now we know him as having the p p k yeah and uh in the movie wise, in Dr. No, they even make a joke on that. you know, did you know that?
1: uh-uh, I haven't watched Dr. No in a very long time, oh
0: well, <laughs> uh Dr. No is vastly different, but in the very beginning when he meets up with M. Uh, in this office, he's looking, he's going like, have you gotten your gun, sir? Um, yes, uh, uh, have him examine it. Oh, a beretta. Mm, good, if you want it in a woman's handbag or <laughs> something like that. Oh, well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, so. I'll have to watch that again. Yeah. I mean, just for that beginning alone. And yeah. he's like, yeah, try this PPK. and." <laughs> you know the american cia uses it and it's kind of like oh that's cool he kind of mentions you know like
1: yeah the history of why it changed in the first place
0: yeah like sean Connery even says it in the film too saying like uh i've been using this for years it's you know very handy Mm -hmm. you know uh, for your handbag (laughs) (laughs) that's cool yeah see i got something you don't know
1: that was (laughs) you got me
0: Yeah, but I mean, I'm 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 not a gun expert, you know. I'm right. I don't know if PBKs is still. I mean, it still looks cool to me, you know, from the look of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you?
1: I know nothing about guns at all, but that might be they're, good. They're cool looking. <laughs> <laughs> I shot one once. It's fine.
0: <laughs> made a boom. <laughs> yeah, they made a pop. It was loud. <laughs> they're heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. Well, maybe not the PBK or <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but... especially the Beretta. Uh but uh so. We move on to what else makes James Bond. In the name, 007. Do Well, the 007 name came from... Well. Uh, Getting more notes. Yeah. No, just the beginning part, you know, is a little... <clears throat> because I didn't grow up in the UK, or know my World War Two history as well, as I should. Sure. But uh he made a reference to 007 as uh to reference to the British naval intelligence achievements for World War 1 as uh using it to breaking the German diplomatic code huh yeah so uh they intercepted a telegram that was coded 0075 which uh led to th- which it was one of the factors that led to the US to enter the World War uh so it became uh that grade double o it meant to be a highly classified and as a journalistic uh oh not generalistic uh, it came out as to anyone versed in intelligent history the 007 is became the highest achievement in british military intelligence yeah that's cool yeah so i find that kind of weird just Seven, but you don't start with number one or well, no, or 10 or something, or I don't know, like a higher number, or yeah, but yeah, and you know, there's so, uh, Ian Fleming, he kind of wrote other works, Mm -hmm. uh, like in 1950, no, 1961, he wrote for his son Casper Chitty Chitty Bang Bang.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that.
0: I did not know that at all.
1: I I've listened to a couple of different Bond centric podcasts. Yeah, and they've mentioned it before. I just it's such a strange factoid.
0: I went to uh, a spy museum in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. and the um, you know, besides the history of spies, there also was uh, a special exhibit of James Bond villains. So I was like, oh, I gotta go to this. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, it was a really cool museum. You got to everyone, you know, even if you know nothing about James Bond or, you know, or if you're only passionate about James Bond, you should go to the spy museum. It's very cool. But so I see like, uh, signs for Ian Fleming up there. And then I see a copy of Chidi Chidi Bang Bang. And I'm going like, (laughs) what the hell is this doing here? This is the same thing with Dick Van Dyke. And, you know, going like, uh, my old bamboo stick I, or the, the whistles and yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird movie. I've
1: never watched it on purpose. <laughs> so.
0: Well, you didn't have a fun childhood with musicals <laughs> as as my mom did.
1: I can live with that.
0: <sighs> we, we, I'm going to put a musical one in there just so we can get you.
1: <laughs> so I'll watch a Disney movie.
0: <laughs> <sighs> anyway, what was, What's fun about that one is that uh for the film, speaking of which, did you know that it was the movie itself was screenplayed by Roald Dahl, the guy who made Willy Wonka and mm-hmm. all, you know, all those good books? Yeah. Uh so what made that kind of fun connection as I came to re- read that they were friends. Uh so eventually there was a book and a movie called you only live twice and uh the screenplay was written by roald dole oh yeah yeah that's cool yeah
1: so i knew there was some like fleming wrote chitty chitty bang bang and therefore (laughs) the person that did that did something for bond but i couldn't remember what the swap was
0: yeah well you know uh unfortunately i don't i didn't see anything like ian fleming like writing a screenplay for Movie versions of Willy Wonka or anything, True. you of know, Matilda or <laughs> or <laughs> any of those cool. short stories, but I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll come across it. I didn't see anything out there. Yeah. So he wrote that for his son Casper, and later on, uh, three years later, he died. Yeah, yeah. sad. Indeed. But <laughs> that is from, sad from uh, heart disease because yeah. he drank and smoked a lot. Mm-hmm. So after that, uh, the estate of james bond or whoever owns the copyright they allowed now since then there have been at least eight authors and a couple other small ones for the comics or little stuff but Mm -hmm. for writing uh the licensed character james bond himself for books has been written by eight other guys oh Mm -hmm. since then
1: Yeah. yeah i didn't realize it was that many i knew that a couple different people had taken it on but that's
0: yeah well some of them kind of came up in name and the, the newest one currently right now, I, I don't have the name written down, but I don't like him too much. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, the way he, he, he described, um uh, oh, there's fan castings out there all the time of like, who would be a good bond. And, mm. uh, around our time now, uh, a year or two back, there was mention of Idris Elba. Yeah. And so there were some people going like, oh, he's black and blah, blah. But, uh, the current author, he didn't say, he didn't have that take. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> but he did mention like, uh, going, I don't know. From what I've seen of Viedris it's more of kind of like too street or oh, not, Jesus. you know, he, but he didn't mean it like, you know, like you're from the hood or anything right, like right. that. It, it was like, too gruff. Yeah. Like, like he's not perfect Mm. as his words were more of like uh bond is the perfect guy no practically no weaknesses and i'm just as i'm reading this kind of stuff i'm going like somebody should tell him why kryptonite was made for superman yeah
1: (laughs) why the recent iterations of bond especially the daniel craig are the most popular is because he is so flawed yeah one of the reasons
0: yeah no i mean like you are right and as right now let's you know, since you brought up Daniel Craig, let's get to the film series now. Okay. Yeah? yeah. Well, uh, Justin, you know how many people have done Bond in uh, in the Young um, Productions version?
1: Just Young Productions? Yeah. Six. Is my guess. I'm almost positive I jotted them all down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well boom boom
1: i don't know the books but i know the movies pretty dang well
0: well there's only one james bond in the books
1: well i know but i'm <laughs> saying like history wise
0: yeah no you're right so there have been quite a few movies as you know
1: yep 24
0: 24 is right and <laughs> supposedly a new one coming out
1: yeah, it's it just started filming a couple of weeks ago. As oh, of it recording did. This. That yeah. part I didn't mm-hmm.
0: see. I don't look into the movies part. Because... That's what I do. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Nice
1: uh, we don't quite know the title and what exactly is going on with the the plot, um, but they did start filming just a couple of weeks ago. I think the production name is Shatterhand. Do you know what that is? No. I... Uh, it's. It's a reference to the books and I'm probably going to screw some of it up, but essentially it's a reference to Blofeld, and it's something that he called himself. Okay. At at one point. So whether Blofeld factors into this or not, I hope so, but yeah, and we'll just see.
0: No, well I mean when Specter came out, I it was great, you know. I love Specter. Just we'll get to I that did later. not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just I didn't think there was going to be another Daniel Craig James Bond because yeah. He pretty much was salting the earth, you know, as he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, I got paid. I got my money. Yeah. You know, kind of, you know, I don't know. Added, maybe not as gruff as I'm making it out. Oh, to he be, was. But... He, he,
1: I mean, and he had just gotten off filming and doing all the press for it and stuff. But he was definitely like, yeah, I'm just never doing this again. he. he must then have he got, brought him back.
0: Got a lot of money, I'm guessing.
1: And time to breathe.
0: Yeah. So we had the movies, you know, that... Are great, and do we wanna kind of go into like our favorites today? Sure. yeah, definitely, all right, well, me and Justin both kind of made our own personal list of what we like about bond and mm-hmm. uh we did one of at least our favorite bonds, yep, so i think I think I could take a guess at uh Justin's favorite <laughs> bond, maybe, maybe,
1: um, I ranked mine uh, since there are six, we had a top five list, but I just tacked on six. Just to say his name. (laughs) To know that he exists. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So So, we can... Do you want to do it back and forth?
0: Yeah. Like, do we want to do the best first or the least? I would say least. Okay. Do a lead in. Okay.
1: Well... So while you organize yourself, I will uh, do my number six. Tacked on, just because he does exist, Mr. Timothy Dalton. Oh. I love the actor. I think he's great. I love seeing him out other stuff, but he is my least favorite Bond. I have such a hard time watching his movies. Not necessarily because of him, but because they are just not very good.
0: Now, we're saying, we should probably reiterate here, I, I wrote my list based off of Bond himself, not as movie-wise, because sure. we also made a movie list. Yeah, definitely. Because, I, I won't say my first one, but I think... <laughs> well, and, you know, Dalton,
1: it was so dark, and it was that time period where movies were just... Late 80s? Yeah. And it was dark and gritty for the sake of dark and gritty.
0: Well, he was coming off of Roger Moore, who was yeah. like just goofy, and a lot of crazy antics got of mm-hmm. happen around him more. But... <laughs> but all right. Yeah. You're number six. Uh, I put George Lazenby. I yeah. haven't watched that one. I haven't watched the one movie of his it's so good it is good you know it just i don't know maybe it's because like in the very first like line he says in his introduction it's going like "Mm, it wasn't like this for the last guy that's
1: my only problem with his
0: you know he basically said like you know well sean connery exists but (laughs) now now that i got his name and title like it's like his he wiped the name you know and like like uh, men in black how they you know put like you're the new j or something yeah. you know i get that that that's yeah so i mean not not saying he was bad you know right. i mean i i like them all you know all all the james bonds have been all great in their own unique way mhm yeah um
1: so my number 5 since we have a couple lists and we got to get going through them yep. uh Roger Moore oh okay i like serious bond i do yeah, no that,
0: no i'm, I'm yeah, you're the serious guy. I'm yeah. I'm I kinda like the goofy stuff. Huh. You know, kind of like that line in uh Kingsman where uh Samuel L. Jackson and, and uh Colin Firth will be back and forth on James Bond going like, Yeah, I think it was Samuel Jackson, I could be mistaken. But he goes like, I like the goofy f- or yeah. fun bond and- or
1: yeah, I remember, I've it's been a while since. I can't quote Kingsman, but... Man, I gotta, yeah, I'm with you. I gotta
0: watch that again, because I know it's one of them that mm-hmm. said they... I'm
1: pretty sure it was Jackson.
0: Yeah. He, so, okay,
1: well... It's your number five? Pierce Brosnan. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I have a lot of nostalgia for Brosnan, so he makes yeah. it a lot higher on my list. No, notes. I mean,
0: again, I, I liked him, <laughs> but just the last few movies...
1: Yeah, Dying they the Day is bad.
0: ah. <laughs> uh, gosh, that Madonna, you know, and, <laughs> and the Halle... Was it Halle Berry in yep. that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was my favorite girl at one point, you know? like, oh. You know, but then, like, that movie was... Saw Catwoman? <laughs> no. I did not see Catwoman until long <laughs> later. But, uh, no, it was just... That was the first movie that I seen of her that I'm going like, mm-hmm. oh, she's kind of a bad actress. Yeah. I don't know if it's... Or... She wasn't the worst Bond girl. Denise Richards. Uh, (laughs) Christmas. What kind of writing is that? Her... So, we should probably... uh, Yeah, we'll talk after this, but... Okay. So, Pierce Brosnan. Okay. That's my pick.
1: So, uh, my number four is Lazenby. Okay. I I toyed around with him even being my number three, because I think that if he had been given another chance and done another movie, his character could have grown and if he could have if we could have seen his reaction to the ending of Her Majesty's, it would have been a much better arc for him as okay. the character.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense.
1: You know He was teed up really well to be the next good Bond, but you know, he, he didn't follow through.
0: Yeah, and maybe my problem with him is that uh, he doesn't look like Bond in my head.
1: Mm. Yeah, he's you know, a lot more lanky.
0: Yeah, you know, but okay, uh you're gonna hate me, Daniel Craig. That low. Not uh, okay. I guess that's more. Yeah, that's th- really low. <laughs> what do you mean? No, no. I mean, I, like I said, I love them all. You know. Sure, sure.
1: You know, I, I mean, I. Well, I think your top one was my number five. So, well,
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> so yeah no daniel craig he's been a great bond he's been fun but you know again as i said you know i'm more of the fun yeah. like kind of weird you know I, I prefer the strange out there
1: that's why we're friends <laughs> uh my number three sean connery yeah it, i mean he is bond at the end of the day that is
0: a, a scottish bond
1: sure but i mean he started it all it's yeah no that it exists because of him and cranking out a movie a year for you know five years and and returned yeah and then came back and then did a shitty spinoff one that uh
0: well i'll I'll let you take the lead on that after this list you know um so i i got roger moore as my third one
1: really yeah wow i'm surprised
0: yeah I'm very surprised <laughs> i'm I'm glad i I don't want to make it too predictable <laughs> like me <laughs> yeah but <laughs> no I mean like I think that was the the movies we rented the most out of is the Roger Moore era yeah and yeah no, I just i enjoyed more of the gadgets and all the goofy stuff view to kill you know that's that was a fun movie <laughs> yeah
1: it is fun i will give you that it is fun all right so the number, butterfly dance
0: the butterflies <laughs> yes you gotta see this people it's <laughs> that <Terrible>. movie <laughs> would you consider that to be the well i don't know like would that be the worst like i know you said timothy dalton had the worst movies but yeah. you can't remember a, a thing from those movies because uh, they're so bad but, but there's good, bad, where it's entertaining to watch, at least to yeah. me, anyway. Well, and that's, the,
1: that's the kind of fun, kitschy thing about Roger Moore is that when you watch him and you go into it with the right mindset, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you have the Pigeon Double Take, you have the Kamanga Balloon, you have yeah. all sorts of... <laughs> Driving
0: with a car with only two wheels that <laughs> losing <laughs> it, or like a cartoon, you know, like yeah. Wile e. Coyote or something. Yeah. All right. So what's your number two? Pierce Brosnan. Okay,
1: And I I talked about it with the N64 game. I mean, that was the Bond that I grew up with. Mm. That is when I close my eyes, who I picture as Bond. Mm. For better or worse, and most of his movies are for the worse, Mm. just as the character, I always picture Brosman.
0: Okay. Well, since you know my final two are Timothy Dalton and Sean Connery, who do you think is my number two? Connery. That's correct. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to why, you know. I... I'm very surprised.
1: I mean, I guess, I mean, we. you're a little older than me, aren't you? Yeah, you're by a couple years, so that would... A couple years? I don't know about... <laughs> I didn't say several years. I, I think by a year. A couple years.
0: A year. <laughs> I was trying well, to give I...
1: you some credit for liking Timothy Dalton. Well... <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. I'll explain Timothy later. It's It actually doesn't have too much to do with the James Bond films. Mm. But let's get to Sean Connery. Uh, for me, it's just, you know, I Sean Connery is more what me and my dad will watch together. Right. That was, you know, my dad was explaining more of like, yeah, he's the good one. He's cool. He's, mm-hmm. you know, and you see like that first shot of him like playing Baccarat, you know, smoking and going like, yeah, yeah Bond, James Bond. Mm-hmm you know
1: <laughs> it is classic and there are very few of the other movies that have that level of just and, pure movie you know
0: and he's in one of my favorite ones you know so you know it's just or at least two of them actually wow. yeah so anyway well what's what's your number 1
1: <laughs> well i know it's going to be hard to guess
0: color me shock.
1: but i'm going to have to say don't no,
0: uh, Daniel Craig.
1: <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, it's just it's. He's the one that I gravitated towards. Those are when I think of how a Bond movie should be. It's a Daniel Craig Bond. Yeah, no. and those are the ones I will watch without hesitation each time.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Whereas the other ones, I have to kind of brace myself for the long haul. <laughs> like it's gonna <laughs> no, be slow. I mean, there... It's gonna be boring. But...
0: No, they're yeah. No, I mean. But we're talking about Bond as a character. What emulates yeah. Bond more? Right. Or what you feel like, you know, if you could imagine Bond in your head, which we're getting to mine, Timothy Dalton. He just he just looks it to me. He just, mm. you know, you see that poster of view, Uh, no, not view to a kill. Living Daylights? No, License to Kill. License to Kill. Where he's holding the gun more and his arm is like underneath his like elbow and, mm-hmm. and I don't know, just something to look about him, and then you see later stuff like he even makes another spy movie that's Looney Tunes related. Looney Tunes back in action.
1: Oh wow, I I haven't watched Back in Action. I always wanted to, but I never did. Well, I didn't realize he was in it.
0: It's it's, I mean, people. I don't know peop I don't know what people's views on that movie was. Yeah, I loved it because Brendan Fraser. Yeah, Janet uh, Elfman and who plays his dad is Timothy Dalton who Brendan finds out that he's a secret agent that's cool yeah and they just kind of make these jokes a little bit and you know and and that I'm going like you know what if James Bond were real that would be (laughs) that (laughs) he made a good secret agent movie here I could see that yeah but I mean yeah the movies are garbage I they're not in my (laughs) They're not in my top five at all. Or top three. My, yeah,
1: they're not in my top ten or fifteen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but best emulation of Bond or what how I picture him, you know, mm-hmm. is him. Fair enough. Okay. But we kind of just barely touched on it, but uh you were saying uh Sean Connery returning back to uh uh a very bad movie or <laughs> or <laughs> i haven't actually say
1: seen the movie but i barely
0: remember it a little bit
1: it's never say never again there's a little bit of uh debate as to how that title came about some say that it was connery uh said that he would never because co- connery has a very or had a very uh tense relationship with broccoli and saltzman the producers of the Eon uh, Bonds, and they did not get along, especially towards the end. And when he left after Diamonds Are Forever, he said he would never do a Bond movie again. And then, to kind of screw over Broccoli and Saltzman, <laughs> he may never say never again. Um, it, it's kind of a convoluted thing, but when they were first trying to make james bond movies ian fleming had a group of guys uh so it was him kevin mcclory uh jack whittingham iver bryce and ernest uh quino is how i'm gonna say that it's probably wrong
0: yeah I've, i i i looked into that too and i mm-hmm. i can't get my brain around this whole <laughs> copyright stuff and well, it, it's so com yeah
1: it, it's very convoluted it's essentially they wrote the script for thunderball as a movie and it featured Spectre and Blofeld and a lot of the major villain tropes that we know of as Bond. Mm-hmm. And when they decide, when they a couldn't get that movie made, and b you know kind of had, had to push it aside, and eventually made it into a book, the rights to those things kind of fall to all of them because okay. they all created it, especially McClory. He helped create the idea of Spectre and all of these things. And so later on, Fleming made Thunderball into a book. And then eventually Thunderball was a movie. It was the fourth movie. Okay. If I remember right. E- mm. yeah, Boy, was- I'm
0: trying to remember because, you know Blofeld you know, was in Diamonds and Forever and Yeah. and You Only Live Twice. But I, but I that's mean, that's Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right.
1: And, uh, yours
0: makes a lot more sense versus what I read. I'm going like, what? I don't well, know.
1: and also the idea of Blofeld and all of those things were there with Thunderball. So by the time they were making the movies for, because I, I believe Blofeld is seen and kind of heard in From Rush with Love. And it's yes. not really talked about in uh, Goldfinger because it has nothing to do with him. But so at a certain point, uh, McClory kind of got pissed at Fleming, and there's been there was this legal battle for years that just got resolved like right before Spectre came out.
0: Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah,
1: um, that's why Spectre was so. That's that's why when you get to the Roger Moore era, there is no more Spectre. No. And once Blofeld is dumped down that chimney, you don't really see him. There's not really much mention of that it's actually him. And after that, he's not in the movies Mm. because they couldn't because of this legal battle. And... It was at first deemed that McClory had the rights to Blofeld and Spectre. And so he was able to make Never Say Never Again, which is essentially a Thunderball remake. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I own it, but I haven't had the guts to watch it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was just this huge, long legal battle that eventually resolved itself so that we could get That's also why Quantum of Solace is called Quantum, not Spectre. Because at that time they could not use Spectre. Huh. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, that was that was like my least favorite Daniel Craig movie, to be honest.
1: Well, you know I mean that's everybody's and he's had so many great ones it's sorta of hard to not have that one fall to the bottom. Yeah. But it was done during the writer's strike.
0: Oh that okay, that makes a lot more sense now because I'm going yeah. like I can't remember a damn thing from that movie. Mm -hmm. I remember all the other ones perfectly fine. Just that one I was like, something about oil. I don't
1: know. It's actually, the more I watch it, the more I like it. And the really fun thing to do is to watch Casino Royale and then watch Quantum right after. Mm. Because it opens right as Casino Royale ends. Okay. And it's almost like one really long movie.
0: Okay. All right. Well, why don't we go to our favorite films? Okay kind of keep going here yeah uh what's your number three my number three
1: and it was tough i did some last minute switching but for Russia with love okay it's it's just good it to me it kind of embodies what a bond movie is and it has that old-timey quality i mean it was the second connery yeah and so i mean it still has that Old school nostalgia, but they worked out a lot of the kinks that Doctor No had, and so many of the classic things. I mean, not so much you know, not as much as Goldfinger, Mm -hmm. but so many of the classic things you know of as bombed starts with From Russia with Love.
0: So, two of them. Yeah, that that's pretty cool. So, my my third one is You Only Live Twice. I I just like the idea of...
1: Living twice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um, kind of what you said, you know, most of what I know of Bond, and this is the movie I watched the most when I was younger, um, is Sean Connery, like, fighting Blofeld. Mm-hmm. Like, our first visual, at least, of Blofeld, a bald... Pretty much the Dr. Evil, as everyone yeah. knows, uh, is based off of... hmm and there were some gadgets in there that I liked uh, Little Nelly the helicopter and kind of the some of the fight scenes are fun and all these ninjas but <laughs> but I watched it not too long ago and it, it doesn't hold up great because no. <laughs> they, they changed because the, the Jap- Japanese secret agency is going like hmm, we will change you into a Japanese man yeah to sneak you on this bad. island oh man it, so you
1: have 6'2 Sean Connery <laughs>
0: a a scottish man who's playing an englishman pretending to be a japanese man which is not much he was just silent the whole time Mm -hmm. but he looked like what sorry for snapping so much i'm trying to think of it he looked like the star trek uh uh oh uh spock spock he looked like like a darker version of spock like evil Spock <laughs> they're putting like they're putting on these bad eyelashes and yeah. holding his eyes I'm like oh it uh.
1: makes me shudder to think about it let's move on yeah yeah my number two I lost where my place is in my list is Spectre Spectre yeah when I first saw it I was kind of on the fence like I think most people were mm-hmm. but the more I watch it it's it's grown on me and if it wasn't for my number one being as good as it is, it could easily be my number one. To me, Spectre is the most modern version of a classic Bond movie we've seen. Okay, it's like watching From Russia with Love, but with modern sensibilities. So the yeah, timing's better, and bigger the action. Better, yeah. The yeah. action's bigger. I mean, it even has a cool train scene, much like uh, From Russia with Love. Yeah.
0: I, I I like when they're all kind of together, like in that dark room specter. You yeah. Know, and they're ex- I love discussing their business, but like it's the shady, you mm-hmm. know, like the human trafficking will be delivered at mm-hmm. one fold.
1: And when Christoph Waltz realizes or knows that Bond is in there and starts talking to him and looks up at him. And, oh, I love that scene. Yeah.
0: No, it was, it's very Dave good.
1: Bautista. Mm-hmm. Dave Batista. Mm hmm. Dave Batista. It's freaking awesome.
0: Yeah. No, I, great i like that <laughs> i'm glad so my second choice the man with the golden gun we're getting to my roger moore favorite here
1: you know that's not my favorite roger moore but that is my second favorite roger Moore. what's
0: your first of roger moore
1: um i'm gonna forget the freaking name of it no it's right on the tip of my well, tongue it's the third one you to a kill no spy who loved me
0: spy okay
1: just I get right out of my head there. So, yeah. man
0: with the golden gun is it's got Christopher Lee as your main bad guy.
1: But you can't go wrong there.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of weird stuff in there. There's a small person in there who's Nick knack Yeah,
1: Tabasco. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's just such a weird thing. And Christopher Lee's character had a third nipple, which plays into like mm-hmm. mistaken identity, like Bond, uh, Roger Moore putting a fake nipple <laughs> on himself. And go like, oh why uh i forget his the character name but he scaramanga yeah scaramanga <laughs> you know and you see all this other weird stuff and the oh i'm trying to think he was he he was in a previous roger moore movie um this uh alabama sheriff. that's the part i
1: hate <laughs> if it wasn't for that guy in the both movies Secret he's Agent in, <laughs> uh, I fast forward through that part every freaking time. Well, like we I we go
0: back way back, jane Bond and- <laughs>
1: uh, that's that's the kind of shit that gets me off of Roger oh, Moore. If- because it just curdles my blood.
0: But at the time we didn't see too many like continuing characters come back or something. Yeah,
1: but that's one that could have stayed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't I mean, it just I just like all the weird, crazy, stupid stuff, but yet I like that Christopher Lee was this uh, guy who would hire like the craziest assassin or like the best assassins mm-hmm. to his private island, and and Lee would challenge himself to like uh, a duel. Yeah, but build like his golden gun, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway, that was uh, my my second favorite. Okay. What's your number one? i Royale.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it doesn't get any better and that, no, it, it's right. another legal thing actually and it, it was kind of a rights issue because the first Bond thing that was made
0: the first was, book
1: well yeah it was the first book but it was also a CBS uh, TV movie that's right uh, that was Americanized and they called him Jimmy Bond and it's <laughs> terrible But because, <laughs> it was a parody but
0: yeah yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. and then there was the other one where there was Casino Royale where there were like seven different Bonds and one of them was Woody Allen and yeah yeah Um and because of those, they couldn't make Casino Royale as a movie. Mm-hmm. That's why they started with Doctor No in the Sean Connery years. And so they finally were able to do Casino Royale again. And having that be the starting off point for Craig's franchise is just it was so good. And Mads Mickelson is the chief and just everything worked so well in that movie and teed it up. I loved Eva Green as Vesper.
0: Yeah. That's just
1: To me, it's flawless. To me, it is exactly what Bond should be in every way.
0: No, and it's a great introduction to a new Bond where Hmm. like a year or two before that movie came out, people were stupid idiots you know we're shitting on him going like what a blonde bond no way he's no badass you know he needs to be brunette and but daniel craig comes in
1: (laughs) that opening scene and i love that it was in black and white of him killing the guy in the bathroom and then killing the guy in the office Mm -hmm. like from that point on it's like he's bond yeah that is that is one of my favorite scenes in a bond movie is that opening of casino he
0: is today's bond like a good today's bond and Mm -hmm. He he shut all those haters up, you know, yeah, going like immediately. Yep. Well, so my number one favorite movie, Goldfinger. Oh, yeah. yeah. That almost made my list. Yeah. No, I mean you know you get the car, you get more gadgets, you have a, an interesting villain, you know, mm-hmm. Goldfinger, and pretty much that scene has been parodied so much yeah, of like, on the laser table <laughs> i mean he there's even a simpson episode yep. of of like this <laughs> itchy
1: and scratchy on the laser table well, oh yeah and then no, the other one yeah, yeah I, I forgot
0: uh, about that I, I have it written down here uh the name of it was you only move twice <laughs> uh, where they uh, homer gets a new job he works for a great boss but he's Hank just so happens, yeah he just so happens to be a a bond villain yeah and homer walks in and he sees like a laser going to the, the sean connery you know uh-huh. and he's like oh yeah homer let's talk over here and <laughs> you know giving him all this great advice you know I like, love that oh, episode. Yeah, such a good episode but yeah goldfinger i mean mm-hmm. i don't know i just can't think of you know and it's you you get odd job too yeah you know it really
1: is the i mean when you think of bond I, I kind of said it earlier with From Rush With Love, but mm. the one that really encapsulates everything that we know of Bond and the tropes and the gadgets and the car, the classic Aston Martin, yeah, everything comes from Goldfinger.
0: Well, I'm, I'm surprised it didn't even make it in your like top three because over in my corner there's a <laughs> Lego set, a complete Lego set with all the gadgets and cool stuff made out of Legos of the, the Aston, Aston Martin. Martin. Yeah. Yeah, And it's awesome. And you see that card like in future movies, you know.
1: If we had done a top five like we were originally going to, mm. it would have been on there.
0: Yep. All right. Uh, do we want to... How about favorite songs?
1: Favorite songs? Yeah, favorite we'll, we'll
0: songs. make this quick. Yeah, okay. Okay.
1: Uh, so my number three is the classic song that you probably don't even realize is from a James Bond movie. Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney.
0: Yeah, yeah. That. You know, I I've had that I got that song on my iPod. I know? do too.
1: I have a James Bond playlist on my Spotify. Oh, well, it's
0: awesome. Uh, mine is uh, "You Know My Name" by Chris Cornell. Great, it that intro mm-hmm. just, you know, it was different than anything. And
1: that'd have been my number four. Ah, <laughs> poor Chris. I <laughs> know. Rest in peace. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> uh, my number two from "Russia with Love" by Matt M- Monroe.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's such
1: a classic old school, you know, just smooth jazz kind of. From
0: Russia with love. It's a good song. Oh, we're going to do singing. Oh, well, we will okay. singing. All right. Well, uh, my second is The Man with the Golden Gun. I do like
1: that song. Yeah, I, I hate that I like that song, but I really like that
0: oh, song. it's so catchy. <laughs> Lulu by Lulu. <laughs> what a weird name. <laughs> anyway. Number one. Number one, Skyfall. Oh. Well, did you know that Skyfall was the most profitable of the James Bond films? I did. One billion dollars. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's cool. That is Yeah, awesome. so Skyfall just... What was it? I, I, I didn't put it on anywhere in my top ten or five.
1: You know, Adele has such a great voice. She does. And it's... I know, it's just one of those songs that gets you kind of emotional. The way she rises and falls with the uh chorus and everything, you just kinda get swept up into it and it fits so well with the movie. Yeah. And gets you sucked in so when that movie starts it's you're in the perfect mood and mindset okay. for Skyfall.
0: Well my pretty much what you said for my number one Gold Finger. He's the You're man. You're going very classic. The man, <laughs> but the mind is t- touch. <laughs> this man is I'm making the hand motions oh, here. That's okay. <laughs> but if you could see it, you'd wish no, you had seen it. No, it's just it's it. you know it's you know you see like a naked golden lady you mm-hmm. know but they're projecting it on there like that was cool to me. I yeah. just you know plus the music sung by sung by uh, uh, Shirley Bassey. I'm mm-hmm. I'm pronouncing her last name wrong, but that's close enough. But you Know she did a few of James Bond songs, yeah. You know, I mean, I can oh, Diamonds Are Forever. I know mm. she did that,
1: I like that one too.
0: Yeah, it's it's she's got a good voice, yeah. you know. Anyway, yep. So they were villains, maybe, or
1: um, is there any more history that we need to get into?
0: Well, more of legacy wise, all right, let's do that. Know? But I, I i touched a little bit of how much uh Skyfall made being the most profitable, but. Do you know how much this franchise is worth altogether? I have no idea. 7 billion is the fourth highest grossing film franchise. Wow. Yeah. I'm su- I'm kind of surprised that 7 billion has it at 4. Or 7.04 Yeah. Uh, f- it might 40 will be 7. Yeah.
1: And one of those billion was Skyfall.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- that's as <laughs> that's a film insane. series. Yeah. You know. But I mean, they had 24 movies, Mm -hmm. you know. Spanning 50 years. Yep. So. That's nuts. Mm hmm. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, like, I'm trying to think of what what are the top three then. Like, MCU, probably, I'm guessing. Yeah. Or Star Wars. I don't know. Shoot. Yeah. There's so many franchises. I'd have to look. I'm pretty
1: sure. I don't know. I've looked at longest running franchises because the MCU is almost to the point of surpassing bond Mm -hmm. which is almost at 25 movies yeah um well i would imagine like harry potter because that made a ton of money star wars makes a ton of money and the mcu because there's just so many that i don't
0: i mean i feel like harry potter will get to that point because
1: well definitely with fantastic beasts
0: yeah so anyway uh well we talked about video games being the Mm -hmm. first person shooter i've actually My favorite Game Boy game was a James Bond game. It was just 007. Mm. It's how I actually learned what Baccarat was (laughs) because you actually have to play that. Oh, jeez. As stupid as that, you you must win this amount of money. I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Bet it all. (laughs) Uh, Eventually, after a day or two, I think, (laughs) I finally get past that level. Why would you put that for a kid's game? I don't know. Why would you put that for anything? (laughs) Baccarat. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I know. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So... Yeah that, and he's had quite a few other games like recreations of uh certain of the movies, you know, mm. and yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a new version of Goldeneye uh, yep. where you can play as Craig and stuff that mm-hmm. I have and it's really cool.
0: Fun. Uh cartoons? I never watched it. Yeah, I brought it up to your attention, you know, cuz I was more excited just because uh I guess my first deal was more in the toys than the actual movies, but I didn't know anything about the toys. And I saw a little bit of the cartoon, but I never got into it much. But that intro, uh, it's a cartoon called James Bond Jr. <laughs> and it's not even his kid. As I read up on it, I'm going like, what? It's his nephew. <laughs> yeah, nephew of James Bond. Uh, and he gets help from his friend IQ. The grandson oh. of Q. Oh. <laughs> uh, he fights the terrorists of scum, sure. saboteurs, and criminals united in mayhem. <laughs> wow! And uh, but they they had Jaws, job Goldfinger in it, but like not early '90s bad cartoon style huh. like toys. That was the toys that I saw in pre-K. Yeah, <laughs> while I had Ninja Turtles, they go like, "Oh yeah, I got Jaws." I'm going. <laughs> who's that <laughs> why do i care yeah so there's that and uh oh, man I, I wrote down some girl the girl names because they were just ridiculous as the show itself but yeah well yeah we'll forget about that but they yeah. were just as dumb as iq oh, I'm sure. and being james bond nephew
1: <laughs> there's times i want to watch that cartoon, and then I hear things like that and realize, I don't want to watch that cartoon. Just watch the intro. The <laughs> intro
0: is actually kind of fun. They go, James Bond Jr. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is so 90s, it makes me say. Oh,
0: that. yeah. And then there was like the cultural impact. You know, there's all these movies, shows, like kind of, uh, that was inspired because of Bond, you know, mm-hmm. like Man From U.N.C.L.E., uh, yeah. Johnny English, uh, Austin Powers... You know, and and Kingsman, which I love. Kingsman,
1: I love Austin Powers.
0: Yeah, no, it's (laughs) it's they're good movies. You know,
1: the third one kind of sucked, but they're fun.
0: That was my favorite, actually.
1: You would. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine why Roger Moore.
0: Hey, that's why we're that's why we make a good podcast together (laughs) because we 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 have different ideas and
1: you know and mine are better than others. No, mine's (laughs) mine's
0: mine's more better. Indeed and toys yeah tons of toys Mm -hmm. you know they're mostly of the guns and action figures and yeah do you have any besides the car
1: uh i have one funko pop that is the sean connery in the black suit
0: well is well at the end of our podcast we were talking about our favorite funko pops and our funko pop has a funko pop for everything out there
1: damn near yeah
0: yeah it's ridiculous so we kind of decided like what's our favorite you know let's make this kind of our ending of a of the episode with uh the funko pop mm-hmm. and saying what our favorite is so uh is yours is the one you bought no i think if
1: i had to choose one it would be where he's driving the aston martin i've almost bought it so many times i've seen it <laughs> at conventions i've seen it on amazon like that's and it's not that expensive. I just haven't pulled and, the trigger to just buy the, it. And it's
0: the and it's the Sean Connery. Uh, yeah, it's in Sean the, Connery yeah. and the Aston Martin. Okay. Did they made one of uh, of Daniel Craig yet? No. They if, should. He looks different.
1: If they, that's the one. one that I want them to make <laughs> is just one Daniel Craig one.
0: I I prefer the my favorite is the odd uh, job. Mm. You know, just I don't know if I if I had a favorite villain or like side. You know, like a bad guy working for me i want I want an Asian <laughs> odd job <laughs> dude just with that hat and whoosh, break well, your he, neck.
1: you sure showed that
0: statue yeah. <laughs> hey, you know that statue were running, it would still get his head knocked off. I believe it <laughs> because out of a standing still <laughs> no I just I just like the idea that you have a guy that just does everything you know mm-hmm. your odd jobs, yeah, so anyway uh yeah i i think is that it yeah i think we covered everything okay you know but this has been great
1: yeah it really has um this was our first episode so please uh comment and stuff be kind we're gentle Th-
0: this is like any other podcast you know i've never heard a good first episode podcast of anything
1: so hopefully this will be the it, best one ever <laughs>
0: <laughs> we we retire we make all that podcast money no 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 let we want to keep doing this and yeah. we want to stick around and you know it only gets better from here
1: yep so with that in mind i guess i can draw mine
0: yeah we end each episode with uh the other side picking uh, if you the, didn't hear that little
1: jingle the jangle the next random topic
0: yeah we pick them out of a hat yep. and here we got justin picking out of his captain america hat
1: I'm nervous. Or, I wrote so many weird things, I don't know what the heck my thing's gonna be.
0: Oh it'll be fun. Let's... Okay.
1: I picked it. <laughs> Ooh. Daredevil. Oh, all right. Marvel Comics Daredevil.
0: Uh I, well I, I thought something different, but <laughs> Well, I mean it <laughs> no. could be like a,
1: a Daredevil, you know, like uh Evil Knievel. Evil Knievel kind of daredevil, but, but no, yeah. this is this is this so my next episode that I'll be uh, running and, and doing all the history and fun shit will be Marvel's Daredevil.
0: All right. I, I like it. I'm I'm excited for the future here. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, hey, you know, I'm I'm Andrew. And I'm Justin. And we'll see you around in the nerds world. Bye.